Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about the 2022 TV series, Halo. As a big fan of the video games, I really wasn't excited about this TV series. I mean, anytime they're going to make a TV series out of a video game that I really liked, it's always, well, I hope it's good. But streaming service wars and them just trying to fill content, I, a lot of the adaptations and stuff lately have been pretty weak. So, like, came out last year. I wasn't going to subscribe to Paramount+. Plus. It was actually made for Showtime. Um, but it was on Paramount+, Plus and I didn't subscribe just to watch it. If I wasn't going to watch some of the Star Trek shows, why would I, you know, anyway. But I read some decent reviews. Um, fans didn't seem to hate it as much as I thought. Halo fans, anyway. And so I finally sat down and watched it. Amazon offered me a very cheap price on Paramount Plus, and so I, I bit the bullet because I wanted to watch a couple other things, and I started with Halo. It's not bad. In the end, I thought it was worth watching for any kind of sci-fi show. Is it Halo? Well, there's a few times it really felt like the Halo video game, but for the most part, it tells its own story. It's supposed to be a standalone story in that universe. It doesn't continue what the video games did. It, it kind of does its own thing. That being said... Good special effects, good story, good writing. Nine episodes could have probably been six or seven. Probably could have. I'll tell about the good first. It's a good science fiction story. Whether you played Halo or not, it's a fine story. If you have played Halo, you're going to understand better. You will know more about what's going on before it even starts and why people are afraid of things and why people are things are the way they are. If you don't have any knowledge of Halo, you'll be fine. It really is. It's a fine show. Um, for me, as someone who doesn't watch a lot of TV, it just feels like they stretched it out in the middle. Like it begins well, ends well, and in the middle there's a lot of cool things. But like there's a whole subplot they could have just kind of left out and, and shortened the series. Every time they cut to this subplot, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but every time they cut to it, I wanted to get back to the main story because that's what I'm really interested to. There's an alien mystery going on. Why are people affected by this alien technology? Where is that leading the human race? All that kind of stuff is fascinating. But there's also a civil war going on. There's some alien bad guys. There's some human bad guys. And that would be another thing I didn't like. Not only that the other storylines weren't as engaging or as interesting, but we have some humans acting worse than some of the aliens. And it just wasn't needed. Like the aliens are bad enough and what they're doing to humans. But you've got this guy played by Bern Gorman who was in some of those British – um, the Doctor Who spinoff show. And he plays a good bad guy. I mean, he looks the part, but he's shooting people in the head and he's just acting like a true villain when we already have some villains. In the, it, it just, that whole line and this, this subplot of the Civil War going on, I don't know, it just didn't, it's not as engaging as the alien stuff and we're meeting aliens and trying to get to a halo ring in space and evolution and you know there's there's a lot of more going on than this little stuff and i think everybody who's in it bokeem woodbine is in this and he's in the secondary storyline i thought he was great this is one of the better roles he's had in several years like i said burn gordman and the other characters who are in this side quest are all fine it just i'm watching this going can we get back to the main story a problem I have with a lot of TV series that try and flesh out and expand the dynamics of, of how many characters are in the show and, and the involvement so you can punch around when things get very exciting and, and come back to it. And that's good dramatic storytelling. But 
your other storylines have to be as compelling as the main one to be able to do that. And there's a lot of war going on. There's a lot of action going on. But in the end, I didn't really care about what was happening with those characters. I wanted to know what was happening with the main characters. Everybody in the show is great, although I will say, um, Pablo Streber, Streber, however you say it, he is the half-brother of Leave Schreiber, or Schreiber, 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 I guess. Anyway, you've seen him in a bunch of movies. You've seen both of these guys in a bunch of movies. And I think he is very good in the role. I think they could have found somebody better, but I think he's very good. He got ripped, built to play the role. He looks like the Master Chief, although in the games they never take the helmet off, and he takes the helmet off a whole lot in the show. It was almost too much of his face. I know they're trying to act and how this is all affecting him as someone who is genetically enhanced to be this soldier, and yet he, in the beginning, takes out the thing that controls his emotions, and he becomes a little bit different kind of Master Chief. He doesn't exactly act like the Master Chief from the games, and I'm fine with that because, again, this is kind of a standalone story in its own universe, but... Yeah, he really wasn't the Master Chief that you played in the games. But again, this is a science fiction story based loosely on the Halo universe. I think it's fine what they did with it. It's just not the game adaptation that a lot of people wanted. It's been successful. I understand it's a standalone story. It may or may not get a second season. I tried to Google it. A lot of people say it is. But they're also saying this was kind of a standalone story. So maybe it won't. I don't know. How, how do you gauge success on a streaming service and make another season? I think Xbox or Microsoft would like this uh, franchise to continue. And should they continue in this vein, and, and they did leave some some hanging threads in the end of the first season, I'd watch another season of it. I thought it was worthy. My only complaints were it was a little, just a little stretched out for a TV show. But if you watch a lot of TV shows, this one will probably feel just fine to you. And knowing where the story was going, I'm like, we could have gotten there just a hair faster. But all in all, I think it was well made. Am I going to own it? Mm, it depends on how we go forward. Like, Really wasn't sold on buying the first season of Loki, the Marvel show, but the second season is so good and wraps up the story. Of course, I'll buy both seasons. For Halo, we're going to have to see where it goes. I think the first season is definitely worth watching and worth watching again, but where's it going to go and, and are they going to nail the landing wherever they go? Hopefully, they do make more. I thought it was decent. If you have Paramount+, Plus, there's really no reason to not watch it. It's quality show. It didn't affect me as much as some of the other sci-fi shows like Westworld or Ridley Scott's um, The Humans and Wolves show that was canceled on HBO. But overall, it's one of the better streaming sci-fi shows these days, and we should support that. And that it's based on a, on a big IP and not that many people complained about it. Well, like I said, I'm a big player of the Halo games. I don't own an Xbox now, but I did play all of them just about I thought it was fine as a Halo. Uh, the one thing you can count on is the aliens, the weapons, and everything look exactly like the game because they had the 3D files, right? They had created all this in, re in 3D reality for the game, so they turned that over to the special effects work. Really good. I'd say about 90 to 95% of the special effects work is as strong as anything you see on TV these days and as strong as the movie stuff. There were a few little weak things, but overall, it was also a little bit more PG-13. Few people get impaled by laser swords and they watch them die, kind of thing, which was a little rougher. There's some blood, but it's not it's not rated R. It's not terrible. All in all, it was worth watching. I'd give it a three and a half out of five. You know, not bad. Um, let's see where they go with it. Good job. Steven Spielberg is an ex executive producer, so it's not going to suck. But your mileage may vary depending on how much you love Halo and how much it meets your Halo expectations, or maybe you know nothing about Halo and you just like the science fiction story. I would like to see where it goes. We have some open-ended things at the end. Maybe there will be a season two some point. It's been a year and a half, hopefully. Anyway, 
Halo. It's available now on streaming. It's also available on Blu-ray and 4K if you're into it. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to a podcast. More on the way. Have a spectacular day. <laughs>